Hello and welcome back to the 5 Minute Philosophy podcast. Today's episode is all about Kantian ethics. And if you remember, at the end of last week's podcast, we said that this is essentially the opposite of utilitarianism. So utilitarianism focuses on, on the consequences, making it a consequential or teleological ethic, whereas Kantian ethics focuses on the intention and your duty, making it a deontological ethic. Central to Kantian ethics are the values of autonomy, reason and liberty. For Kant, someone for someone to be rational, they need to be completely free. As a result, he strongly rejected any form of heteronymous approaches to ethics, so following moral laws made by others, like the church or a king. Kant argues that the only moral law we should follow is the one we arrive at through our individual reason. So let's unpack that a bit. How does our reason or rationality make us moral? Kant says because it allows us to reflect on ourselves and our character and our actions and so on. So from this, we can see where we need to improve, which goals we need to set ourselves, etc, etc. From here, Kant develops his concept of duty. We have a duty of doing what we ought to do, things which are, according to Kant, apparent to us through our reason. So this could be telling the truth, obeying the law, holding the door open for someone, etc. As we've already mentioned, Kantian ethics doesn't focus on the outcomes of an action, like utilitarianism does. Instead, it focuses on the intention or the will to do good. We can never know the consequences of an action, and sometimes things just don't go to plan. But what we can be sure of, though, is our internal desire of doing the right thing, our personal virtue. There's an important distinction to make here between Kantian ethics and utilitarianism on the subject of goodness. If we remember, Jeremy Bentham said that pleasure is the good and nothing else is. John Stuart Mill said that happiness is the good. Instead, here Kant says that a good will is the only truly good thing. Results of an action, good, good results of an action, for example, can only ever be incidentally good, a mere reflection of the agent's intentions. In, in addition to this, Kant says that we shouldn't be motivated by consequences to act morally. So you shouldn't just be kind to someone because you know that they get really good birthday presents for their friends and your birthday is next week or something. You should be nice to them just because. Duty for duty's sake, as Kant would say. This idea also ties in with Kant's notion of not using people as a means to an end. Using someone as a means to an end is essentially using them, like being nice to them, to get something out of it like a really good birthday present. <laughs> Instead, we should treat people as ends in themselves. We should even act as if we're living, living in a kingdom of ends, where actions are done for the sake of people as a whole, not in the hope of certain potential consequences. So let's apply this to an example. There's a thought experiment known as Kant's Acts, similar to utilitarianism's trolley problem, but obviously for Kantian ethics. <laughs> so a guy with an axe comes up to your front door to ask where your friend is because he wants to kill them. <laughs> if we remember, Kant says that you have certain duties to follow, one of them being to tell the truth. So I'm afraid you have to tell the axe murderer the whereabouts of your friend if you're going to be truly moral. If you lied and found and he found and killed your friend anyway, Kant says that their death would be on your conscience. So 
trip to your friend. <laughs> of course, there's so much more to say about Kantian ethics, but I'm afraid if I want to stick to my brand name, I can't go on for much longer. <laughs> However, if you're interested in learning a bit more on this topic, I'd recommend doing some research into hypothetical and categorical imperatives and also on the concept of universalization. Thank you for listening. Uh, next Sunday's episode is going to be on free will. So if you're in my philosophy class, maybe don't listen to next week's episode because I'm sure you've had enough of me talking about free will and how it doesn't exist. But anyway, bye for now.